This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Greetings, Earthbound Travelers. It's Sunday night. That means it's time for Strangers in a Stranger Land, presented by Will of the Dice. I am Tear the DM, the world's okayest DM. My pronouns are he, him, and I will be your guide this evening. Before we begin, we have a few housekeeping things. First and foremost, we offer mature audiences. Your discretion is advised. Alice? Hi, everyone. We at Will of the Dice do not encourage the use of nicotine products such as cigarettes, cigars, and vaping. Though some of us may be users of such products, do as we say, not as we do. Nicotine is a harmful and addictive substance, and we want all of you out there to be happy and healthy. If you are looking to quit or trying to quit, there are resources out there, and we support you in that endeavor. One breath. Woo! Locke? Sorry. Hi, gamers. I'm Locke Clark, and we're going to take a moment to talk to you about our musician tonight. Yes, I said musician singular and why is that well that's because our faithful steed our our music robot that plays music to heighten our experience and yours has fallen and we don't know if it will return but while we work on that issue just know that you still have the lovely music of our theme song and our break music and those were made by the wonderful and talented Patrick Taylor, our very own Peculiar Patrick, everybody! Yay! Patrick? This program has been made possible by contributions to our Patreon from viewers like you. Thank you. Should you like to contribute to our Patreon, please visit patreon.com forward slash W-O-T dice. There you will find more content, such as After the Rolls, a show where we talk about the current season of shows premiering on the Will of Dice Twitch channel. We also have monthly merchandise drawings for our subscribers. Awesome. Now let's get into introductions. Hi, everybody. My name's Kendall the Human, and I am playing Reeve, the Minotaur Fighter. We are both he, him. You can find me on Twitter, at Kendall's Dumb, and on Blue Sky, at Kendall's the Human. Kendall the Human. Find me on Blue Sky. Hi everybody, this is Christina, the voice of Sid. I am she, her, and he is he, him, and that was really hard in my brain today. Um, he, he's the small tabaxi bard who, yeah, he, he doesn't have a clue what's going on, it's okay. Um, but he's confident he knows where he's going and what he's doing. And you can find me on Twitter at Tia Morskaskula or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. Hey everybody, I'm Ren Matley, she, her. Tonight I'm gonna to be voicing Ray Laurie, also she, her. Ray Laurie is a five and a half foot tall, pale blue skinned elf in appearance, uh, long, brown, long black hair, uh, bright blue eyes. She's, well, she's already revealed to y'all that she is a siren. Um, she's a little uncertain. 
still about herself. She's still fit, kind of finding her way. You can find me over on Twitter at Ren underscore Matley. Hi again, everybody. Uh, I am Alice, she, her, and tonight I am playing Quinn, also she, her, the uh, Coyote Anthro of Celestial Descent, a.k.a. Ardling, uh, Quinn, who was missing Mr. Big. But she had fun with a wolf. You can find me on Twitter and on Tumblr at Captain Cupcake. Hi, gamers. I continue to be Lot Clark, and I'm okay with that. Uh, and tonight I will be, I, he, him, will be playing Merp von Merpington, uh, they, them. Uh, Merp is an Ardling, but not a coyote. Merp is a cat. Uh, Merp is uh, five foot ten. Blue-gray fur, uh, wearing garish colors of purple and yellow and orange, um, and is uh, has revealed to everyone that they are uh, a cleric of a new deity named the Great and Powerful Merp. Uh, no relation, technically, that you know of. And uh, that uh, they want to get off Istrazillion so that they can spread the word of the Great Merp without... Uh, risking being lynched for going against the primordials because the people here are stupidly superstitious. Uh, and you can find me all over the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Also, Kendall's Hi, not everyone. a human. He's probably an alien. Hi, everyone. It's me, Patrick. A he, they playing Aldoon Farthweather, a he, him, six foot tall dragonborn. He is green scaled, he's a bard by choice. And he's determined to become a council-funded musician no matter how many adventures get thrust into his life before then. And you can find me on Twitter at Peculiar Patrick. And you can find me on Twitter at Tier underscore the underscore DM or Blue Skies at Tier the DM. Do we have any last requests before we begin? Not the face. Not the, Not the snoot. <laughs> Uh, as always, our safe word tonight is porcelain. Should something make you uncomfortable and the need arise, use the safe word. We will pause, go to break, discuss, and then hopefully return. I want you all to be happy and comfortable as I make your lives miserable. So, with that being said, let us begin. When last we left the party, they had traveled to the hollows, the thin realm between realms where... Time moves differently, where creatures of mythic origin dwell and are very uh, satisfied with their life. They had met uh, Greyfang, a two-heart of man and wolf. Uh, they had uh, spent the night in Greyfang's lodge, some sleeping, some not. Uh, the next morning, they were given unicorns to ride towards the ruins of, uh, of Ray. They mounted the unicorns, took flight, the unicorns turning into dragons. This is where we begin, and this is where we determine. Have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? You have landed, the dragons departed. You are on the mountains just above the ruins. You can see in the distance small specks of orange scattered across the 
the horizon as campfires of those that are on work detail, you yourselves currently on furlough. It is evening. The sun has begun its descent, and the sky is painted with pinks and reds. The clouds growing thick in the west. The storm wall raging. You can almost see it from this altitude. There is a path, a well-worn game trail, descending the mountain. What would you wish to do, my friends? We're supposed to be low-key, right? So we probably want to go to the path, not the middle of the work camp. Well, I believe we need to take the path down. They did say something about us needing to go back to camp. Quinn's just holding on for dear life. What's she holding on to? The dragon. The dragon. The dragons have already departed. That's what I said. Never mind then. (laughs) Aldun pulling his pipe out, situating his backpack onto his back. We might as well take the game path. You will see a figure in the path approaching you, a large figure, shadowed by the long darkness protruded from the sunset. As it comes closer, you will see it is your friend Reeve. Oh. Reeve! Hey. Hey. You guys are here. How's it going? Quinn will run up and hug him. Aww. Hmm. Pat's Quinn on the back. You you got here fast. You missed the unicorns and the dragons and the wolf man. He was a really nice wolf man. You had both unicorns and dragons. Yeah, they were unicorns first, and then they turned into dragons. It was, not going to lie, pretty spectacular. Oh, I'm sad I missed it. That's really cool. Oh, there's always next time, buddy. We'll come over and pat you on the arm. Oh. Jay, it's okay. You are here now. Yes, 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 yes. So, what what are we doing? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, Temple. I believe we have to return to our work camp first. Find our way. Does Sid have, like, the cloth still wrapped around the compass around his arm? Mm-hmm. Okay. He'll, I'll do no kind of point and make a notion to be like, make sure that uh, cloth stays on your arm while we're in camp. Uh, Sid's going to hold it up. Well, of course, it's my new arm guard. Yeah. Arm guard. Let's go with that. I was going to say you have a weird jungle skin rash and needed to be under wraps because, you know, no one wants to touch a gross skin rash. But sure, arm guard. That works, too. Mm-hmm. You would think of a gross rash. Are, are you itching again? Do you need some more of the cream? I'm sure that your mother still makes it for you. Alton just <laughs> shakes his head and 
uh, Reed, buddy, I think the way that you just came is kind of where we need to go. Oh, well, that's a that's a coincidence because I was coming this way. Mm-hmm. Should I have stayed that way? No, oh, I'm, I'm glad that you I'm came sorry. Back to I'm sorry, guys. I should have just stayed there. No, 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 no. I'm glad that you're with us because now I feel much more peace of mind. Uh, and I'm sure everyone else also has a peace of mind because we value your safety. Oh. But yeah, like, you could just turn one AD and especially uh, given uh, the way that we saw Eldune fights. Do you know he sat there the whole time while we got attacked and smoked his pipe? Just didn't want to get in the way. I pat Aldoon on the shoulder. The only thing you get in the way of. I was trying to think of something nice to say and was just hoping it would come to me, but my mind's blank. Uh, it's okay, buddy. You're good, you're buddy. You're good. You're nice. You you are a decent person. All right. I, well, I, I already I already know most of the way that way because it's like a path. Um, do, do do you want me to go go first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, dear. Why don't you take the front and I'll take the back? <sighs> What's the rest of the marching order? Raylari will follow behind Reeve. Quinn will go behind Raylari. Uh, Merp will be after that. Yeah, Sid will be in front of Eldude so he can keep terrorizing Eldude the whole way while he's walking. All right. And so you travel, making your way down the game path. It is somewhat difficult at times there are some moments where it is treacherous the soil is loose and footing uncertain and for that time i need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw uh Aldoon. 13. sid 16. Merp? Uh, 13. Quinn? 26. Raylari? 11. And Reeve? 18. It is treacherous, the ground sliding under you. Some of you will slide a few feet before catching your footing but none of you tumble ass over tea kettle down the mountain, which is a good thing. And onward you continue. The shadows growing longer until the night descends, the twin moons dancing across the scarlet sky, the stars countless in their magnificent quiet beauty. The campfires growing larger as you come to the edge of the camp, To the right, the ruins to the left. Um, Tyr? Yes? Can you, like, give us the base level of knowledge, what we know about how the camp works? The way the camp works is they work in two shifts. They work in a 12-hour day, a 12-hour night. 
Uh, there is a changeover that happens at around 9 p.m. Uh, the uh, camp has some guards to keep you all protected from creatures that may wander in, but it's not like a super secure uh, ordeal. People come and go. Uh, sometimes people sneak off into the jungle to make out and that sort of thing. So it is a terrible idea to go to the camp, right? Just so that I'm clear about this because we're like wanted and we, uh, should not be seen. Sid, is there any chance that that compass of yours is directing you where we should go? Um, we can, we can definitely try. Um, and he's going to go remove the cloth from it. And it says, oh. can Sid read it? <laughs> it is glowing, pulsing. Whom, whom, yeah, it says whom. we're totally on the right path. But it doesn't tell you a direction to go in from here. He's going to move his paw way over one way. It turns solid when you point it towards the temple. Yeah, that way. Very well. Um, so given our knowledge of the camp, the shift that's off right now is probably sleeping, would we guess? Or not yet. It's relax? not late enough. Okay. Do we know how long it is until shift change? Does anybody have keen mind? I mean, you could take a guess. It's a couple of hours. A guesstimate. Um, have anything that would help? Sure, would we know that there's people in the temple working right now, or is all the work is being done on the exterior, trying to, uh, excavate the Ooh. temple itself. They have not entered the temple as of this time. Well, it seems like we need to go into the temple. Um, give me just a, a, a moment, yes? Um, and Merp reaches into a pouch and pulls out uh, a handful of what everyone will recognize momentarily as mouse bones and cast them on the ground. I'm casting Augury tier. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Uh, when you cast, um, you receive an omen of other, from an otherworldly ent entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. The DM chooses from the following possible omens. 
wheel for good, woe for bad, wheel and woe for both good and bad, or nothing. Results that aren't especially good or bad. Um, the spell does not take into account possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. If you cast the spell two or more times before completing your next long rest, there is a cumulative 25% chance for each casting after the first uh, that you get a random reading. DM makes this roll in secret. Okay. Um, so I'm asking for the uh, prognosis of going into uh, the temple now. If we will, you know, if we will be able to slip in unnoticed now, I would say that would be Will. Oh, the um, yes, the bones are good. They say we should have uh, a reasonable chance. And Merp gathers back up the mouse bones, um, and puts them back in the pouch. You know, if we encounter anyone, there's, I could always try my song if we need to distract someone yes this is good plan oh Reeve dear you had already left when I explained my behavior when there's blood um are you familiar with creatures called sirens um I heard songs about them one stay like sing and eat people yes um well, i am a siren but i promise i won't eat you oh thank you that's very nice so if there's blood like is there like like if i have to kill someone should i try to do it in a no bleeding manner or you do what we must, and I will continue to work on learning to control it. Just don't let me hurt anyone else. Well, any of you, anyway. I'll do my best. You hear a noise suddenly behind you, the sliding of rocks. Turn and face it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is a goat making its way along the trail. Okay, I will not ask eat. what breed. Thank you. I'm too tired for that. Should we be like uh, sneaky when we go to the temple? Because there's like a camp and goats. Jace, I think we should sneak. I believe that's what they told us like to go, you know without causing a disturbance or attention to ourselves. So we will move toward the temple quietly. Well then, who should lead? Let me show you how that's done. 
All right, who's going next? Uh, Reeve, to absorb damage. If things go bad, which I'm sure they won't. What, what time of day was it here? It's nighttime. Nighttime. Perfect. Um, Jace, uh, there is perhaps something that I can do. I will, I will watch for all of us. And with that, Merp casts fly on themselves and takes to the air. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to, like, scout uh, from above, keep an eye out for anything coming towards them. Real far, the far behind Reef. What was Sid? that here? Marching order. I was just getting, getting marching yeah. order. Sid will follow Rilari. Dune will be in the back. Is Aldun still smoking? Um, I think he's uh, the pipes got out. He's not like still. It's still like hanging out of his mouth, but it's not like going at all. All right. So I need everyone to make stealth checks. Oh no! I haven't even rolled yet. I bet I saw Christina's face. All right, Quinn. Uh, let me pull up my sheet real quick. Stealth. That is a 25. Reeve? Uh, that's an 8 in Reeve's chainmail. Ray Laurie? 9? Sid? 8. Aldoon. Thirteen. And Merp. Uh, twenty-one. Gotcha. Does anybody else get this image of like Reeve stump tripping on a rock or something, and basically Raylari walking right into his back, and then Sid walking into Raylari's back? <laughs> I I I got Raylari walking into his back, and like Sid, like in between their legs, like. You know, walking and, like, getting tangled up, and they're like, like oh, wait, yeah, wait, y'all stopped. Well, I had something different in mind, but that works. <laughs> <laughs> you all, uh, minus Quinn and, and Merp, slide down the path, coming to a uh, very unceremonious stop at the bottom near the temple. One of the workers will look over. Hey, it's Aldun and Sid. Have you all come to play us music? Yes. Yes, we have. And Sid's going to grab Aldun's hand and, like, tug him. Oh, if you don't mind, I wouldn't. I would love to grace you with a song. Okay. Or Larry's going to attempt siren song. So he right. will need to make a charisma save with a DC of 15. And they fail. So is Rilari going to sing a soft, gentle tune to him? I have a question about the siren song. Yes. Is it targeted or is it anyone that hears it? It is targeted. 
Okay. The way you wrote it, it's targeted. Okay. There now, isn't that better? He is charmed from, by me for up to an hour. Okay. And when the hour is up, he will be confused. All right. So they are charmed. Well, that was way easier than my plan. Good job. Y'all, I was just going to tell him to leave. I was just going to persuade him to just be like, go get some water and say you never saw any of us. Well, now he will, right? Yeah, guy, go get some water and don't tell anybody else that we're here. He doesn't listen to you. He listens to her. (laughs) Darling, tell me. She's going to say to the worker. Is there anyone working near the door right now? I don't know. I just deal with my part. That's understandable. You must be so tired. Why don't you take a little break, get a drink, and do not tell anyone that you've seen us? Okay. And they wander off. There, there. That's better. Shall we? Yep. Since going to dust himself off, let's go. And don't worry, Aldun, he will be perfectly fine. The song is not harmful. I mean, you act like she ate his face or something. My God, it was just the song. Just saying, I don't think magic has to be used in every situation. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes you can just talk to somebody and they'll most likely leave you alone. She's saying, I'm like, fine, this, this works. He'll be a little confused. He won't even remember it. Instead of, like, being bribable. Come on. He's going to start, like, pushing Eldon. <laughs> I, think, I think both of you could have handled the situation. And in this particular instance, it was Ray Lowry that handled it. But Eldon also would have done a very good job if he needed. But well done, Ray Lowry. And Eldon, I look forward to seeing your contributions in the future. Thank you. Anyway, um, Merp swoops down and and sort of floats past, lounging on their back, hands behind their head. Um, Merp is curious. When did Reek get so um, uh, what is word um, eloquent? He he was gone on a mission. We don't know what he did. We don't need to know. We do need to get in the temple, though. Did you get Sparta, Reeve? Was I not smart before? No, you just seem <laughs> smarter than you were. He's all. I thought I was always this smart. Sid's going to put his tail straight up and just start walking away like, I'm not in this conversation. <laughs> God, Mark. Reeve, don't worry. So I just, like I didn't say it was no Reeve very smart and <laughs> just wanted to know if Reeve got smarter. He's uh, all right. He's not about smart. He's about expressing with eloquence. Reeve is being more eloquent than usual. There were a lot of grunts before. There are less grunts now. That is all I say. Yeah, I'm just I'm not answering now, and it's not because I don't know what that word means. I definitely know what it means. 
Have let's, let's just get inside. Oh, yeah. Start toward the temple. Rest of you? Yep. 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 Making your way across the work site, you are pretty much ignored as you are known here, and they just assume you're back from furlough. You find your way to the partly obscured entrance into the temple. Now what do we do? In we go. When you say partially obscured, how obscured is it? It's, uh, it, there's a couple of large rocks guarding, bearing the way. Like, Sid could get in, but the rest of you would have a difficult time. Yeah, Sid's totally going to scamper up and go in and then be like... You're eating. No. <laughs> It'd be awesome. <laughs> go in and like when he's crawling in going, what are you guys waiting on? <laughs> Just wait on the other side. Can some of the rubble be cleared? You can try. Uh, Reeve would like to try somewhat quietly, if possible, moving wait. some oh. of the rubble. Before you do that, as you as Aldun will notice that you're starting to like kind of prep yourself to move the rocks, Aldun's gonna walk over and just put his hand on your shoulder and say, You got this, buddy, and give you bardic inspiration. And what die is that? D six or D eight? Uh it is a D eight. Okay. So give me an athletics check. And since you're trying to be quiet, a stealth check. Uh and then Merp will will also touch Reeve and be like, Jess, you are very skilled at this. You know exactly what you're doing. And I cast Guidance on him as well. So you get to apply a D4 to one of those skill checks. Yeah. Alright, I'll put... I'll probably need the D8 for stealth, not gonna lie. Alright. So... Athletics is... 26. And stealth is twelve. Thinking you're being quiet, you grab one of the rocks, your muscles flexing easily. You lift it. And without thinking, you throw it. Quietly and slowly face palm. Uh, it's a distraction. I made them think the noise is happening over there. We're all like holding our breaths, waiting for it to land. Oh, it landed. It, it landed with the crush. It... Help me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. 
can we sneak in now? Is it is it open enough? Oh yeah, you can fit in. Like, all right, Hurry up quickly! <laughs> Everyone inside. Who's the last one in? Aldun. Aldun always makes sure he's the last. As you pass the threshold, all of you said your wrist will become warm. I think we're close. Oh, it's very good. If you say so. Is the thing hurting you? Hurting me? But you know, like, if you stay out in the sun too long and your skin gets that kind of, like, warm, tender feeling? Like that. There is a glow protruding from the wrapped fabric around your wrist. Oh, would you look at that? Hey, he's going to unwrap it since we're inside now. As oh. you unwrap it, a beam of light will exit quickly, bouncing off of a, the wall three or four times, and then shooting straight down the hallway that you're standing in. As it passes, you see sconces on the left and right igniting with blue flame. And you hear the sound of stone grating stone as the door closes behind you. That was wicked cool. Yeah, Yay. but now we're trapped. But that was wicked cool. It was pretty cool, yeah. Look at the bright side. If we are trapped in here, then people hunting us cannot get in. We are safe. Well, I mean, it is a building. The people hunting us are vampires, and they weren't invited in, so they can't get in anyway. This makes perfect sense. Not sure. Well, and Sid's going to start trotting forward, following where the beam went. I think Quinn so long as no one cuts themselves, we'll be fine. Quinn will be right behind Sid. Looking over them to see if they spot any traps, just in case. Ray Larry will fall in behind Quinn. Reef will follow. Then Merp. Aldoon's at the back. You are walking down the hallway. Quinn, give me an investigation check with disadvantage as you are not in the lead and able to see everything. You said investigation? Yep. Okay. That's an 11. Which is ironically what I rolled on the other die. It looks fine. That is until Stid steps on something that makes a ping sound as the metal cord breaks. 
and you hear whoo, 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 as darts fly from the wall. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh dear. No, you were better a minute ago. Don't fall that way. Aldoon. 17. You will take three points of damage. Merp. Nine. You will take seven points of damage. Reeve. 18. Three points of damage. Raylari. 21. Three points of damage. And Quinn. 22 uncanny dodge. No damage. I got a 14 if it matters, unless they went over my head. I was getting ready to ask you what okay. you got. 14. <laughs> You'll take three points or four, uh, seven points of damage. Seven points. Okay. The darts, so old that the poison in them is no longer potent, but there is an issue. They draw blood. That sweet iron ichor, the scent rising through the air. Ray Laurie, I need a bloodlust check, please. At least Quinn's not bleeding because she's right in front of her. 17. You are able to grip the urge and wrestle it down. It is difficult, but you maintain control. See her eyes close and her body tense as she takes a deep breath and slowly exhales as she opens. It's all right. I have it under control for the moment. I can handle this. It's going to be all right. And I'm right behind in case someone needs to hold her. Yes, and I have the spell ready. But good job staving it up. Pat, turn around, Pat Reeve on the on the arm. Thank you, dear. Maybe I should take the lead. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I was just following the beam, so. Quinn will walk around Sid. Not going to be so rude as to literally step over him. <laughs> and onward you travel. Give me another investigation check, Quinn. Yay, no disadvantage. Okay, and that is plus... Two, four, sixteen. You do not encounter any more traps, but you do notice that you're on a descent. A gradual descent, but a descent nonetheless. The floor slopes. Isn't that what we wanted? Don't we want to go down? I mean, it's a tower and we don't see it that high, so we'd have to go down to have any kind of layers. Levels? Floors? I don't know. I suspect that this is not the tower itself but just the first step in finding the clues that will lead there.
regardless, Merp is excited. This is the start of a journey, and we are doing so well. Cake. All that talk about layers made me hungry. Hmm. No one? No one? Huh. I could go for some cake. Are we talking about actual cake, or is that a simple way of saying you were interested in someone? What? Oh. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Big sorry, did have nice cake. Jeez. I just assume everything you say has something to do with sex. What's cake have to do with sex? Uh, Merp, oh, Merp, who is behind Reeve, um, may I demonstrate? Sex? Mm. No, I've seen it before. No, I mean cake. These, um, Merp just grabs two handfuls of butt cheek on Reeve. This mm. is cake. That's a butt. <laughs> I've never heard that called cake before. It, it, it's like a regional nickname? Perhaps we should keep moving before somebody ends up without clothing. I thought no. you were talking about food play. I, no, I, I really just wanted to serve it. No, not you, Sid. I know you were just talking about actual cake, and I was too. With, with Rilari, I thought she was talking. Yeah. Never mind. Let's keep going. Aldun's just rubbing his face and face palming quietly as all of this conversation is happening. It just goes over him. Sid's gonna look up at Aldun. If I didn't know you were such a freaking virgin, I would think you were embarrassed <laughs> or having memories, but it's okay. And then Sid's gonna walk away. <laughs> you know, I'm not a virgin. Merp turns back. No, it, do not shame for virginity. Choosing when to have uh, experience or not to have experience is a perfectly valid life. And Sid's continuing to walk. I wasn't shaming him. I was just saying, like, the look on his face would have been like, oh, he had a memory of, like, just digging into cake, not the food. But knowing him as long as I have, that's not what it was. Oh, everything about me. There was a summer we were together. Uh-huh. Sure. Wait, you two were together? No, we were together. <laughs> Darlings, can we oh. please keep moving? I haven't stopped. When is this tunnel going to end? Why tunnel? As you travel further, you come to a set of stairs. Only every other sconce is lit now. The stairs, each step has an engravings on it in primordial. I can't read this. Hang on, hang on. Um, neither can I. Okay, so um, so it's like, can you get, can you give me a minute? Hang on, and he's gonna cast comprehend languages. Okay. Um, because it says you also understand any written language that you see, but you must be touching the surface that the words are written on. So he's gonna have to touch the stair. To understand. Those who enter of ill will will be damned. And he's going to say it as he's translating it in his head. Oh, then we'll be fine. 
Okay. Right, before we go in, does anyone have any ill will? No, no. Only goodwill. I don't have a will. Or I've never had a will. So if he goes down two stairs, because you said it's every other... It's just every other sconce or every other stair has primordial on it? Every other sconce. Every step has writing on it. Oh, okay. So he's going to go step by step and see what each one says. And it's the same thing on all of them. Yes. Okay. All right. they, They all say the same thing. should be fine. We're nice people. I say continue. Okay, I've gone about three steps, Quid. Do you want me to just keep going, or did you want to do your mojo-y thing to see if anything else is going to fly at us? Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll take lead. Investigation check. Yes, sir. That is another 16. Descending the steps, there are no discernible traps. Nothing is triggered. The air becomes more stale, thicker with the timeless passing of non-use. You'll come to a landing. There is a portcullis and two levers, one on the left, one on the right. Um, left or right? Quinn would like to examine each. All right, give me an investigation on the left. Perhaps seems to check compass, Jess. 13. The compass is just glowing solid. Uh, the one on the left looks like it could open the portcullis. She'll try it. Pulling the lever on the left, you hear gears. Old stonework, clockwork. Uh. And the floor falls out from under you. And this is where we're going to break. We're going okay. to take... Ten- you, you bastard. <laughs> You be- no, only because I, I, I had just thought, I'm like, no, he wouldn't be mean enough to do a fucking sinister joke. Ill intent, sinister direction. Yeah, like, that's a bad joke you just made in a dungeon. The left one was the trap. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's two. Uh, we're going to take ten minutes, get our beverages of choice, our snickety snacks, and handle our business. I'm going to take pain meds. Uh, And we'll be back.
And we're back. Thanks so much for hanging out while we went to break. Got our beverages of choice and our snickety snacks. Uh, sorry for it taking so long. We had some tech gremlins going on, but I think we have slain them. We will see. It wouldn't be Will of the Dice without tech gremlins. But before we get back into the story, Locke. Hi, gamers. I'm going to take a moment to talk to you about one of our partners this endeavor. Uh, Dubby. Dubby is a uh, energy drink. They make a powdered version, and that way there's no water to ship to you. Uh, you use your own water at home, and it's really cool that way. So it's better for the environment and better for your wallet. Uh, it has no artificial sweeteners, uh, no monodextrin, no, uh, no fillers, and uh, no sugar. Uh, but it has all the caffeine that you need to keep yourself going. Uh, so. Uh, go to www.dubby, that's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G, and enter Will of the Dice, all one word, at checkout for 10% off. That's Dubby dot G-G, and enter Will of the Dice dot com. Sorry, enter Will of the Dice, not dot com, just Will of the Dice, at checkout, and you'll get your 10% off. Go out and try it, and stay awake, and have none of that crash that's afterwards from all the sugary energy drinks that are on the all right, so when we left our party, they had made it into the temple. They had found a trap uh, by serendipitous rolls of the dice, avoided another one. They found themselves on a landing with a portcullis and the choice of levers. Investigating one and figuring what the hell, they pulled the lever and the floor fell away. They fell with the floor. Here. I'd like to use my reaction to cast Featherfall and choose the five people that are falling, with the exception of myself. No, no, don't choose me. I'm not falling. Fine. I've chosen the five people that are falling. Okay. My, my feet weren't on the floor. We were all you falling. Played, you would have plainly Ma seen that my feet weren't touching the floor. Map's okay. flying. Wouldn't flying have already gone, gone off by this time? How long does it last? It lasts 10 minutes, but I, I can do it at will. So either way, I'm flying. <laughs> Cast Featherfall on five people, my, I guess myself included. And you all Featherfall down. Falling, falling. It's about 300 feet, and then you land. Carefully, daintily land, thanks to Featherfall. 300 feet. Oh, look at that. Yes. I found a shortcut. That was ingenious. Uh, I will cruise down after them. It's a, it's a good way to travel, really. It was most disconcerting. But Eldeen, thank you so much for not simply letting us fall. Putting his charm away as he honked out a note as we were falling. Uh, no problem. No problem. Glad I can uh, be of assistance. You see another portcullis. This one there are no levers. They are music notes 
above the doorway. I think this one's out of my wheelhouse. Ooh, ooh. Um... Sid wants to... Uh, I gotta figure out if it's an actual caster. He wants to do backing vocals, which allows him to cast mirror image without actually using a spell slot. And then it will add a bonus to my performance checks. And then, so then he wants to have the three mirror images of him come up as backing vocals. And then he's going to play the musical notes and they're going to sing it. All right. Performance check. Twenty-one. Singing the backup harmony, the music playing, each note will alight, a soft golden hue. When it is finished, the portcullis will lower. A strange red eerie light awaiting on the other side. And then Sid's going to look down at the compass. It is still glowing bright. Onward! Quinn will take the front. Still looking for traps. Investigation check. That is a 12. Everything seems fine. Until you step on a tile that sinks two inches. The portcullis rising behind you. Did anyone follow? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least that'll make it harder for anyone to follow us through the shortcut. She'll keep going. Still looking for traps. The air becomes fresh. The scent of salt water dancing to your nostrils. Hmm. Walking into the sea, are we? The smell like home. You will come to a large set of stairs. There is a large pool. The walls are six foot tall, but you can hear water lapping at the sides. Mm. And there's a strong breeze blowing. So do the steps go alongside the pool or down into it? Up to it. It's a, it's elevated. Up, up leading up to it. Got it. Quinn will go up the stairs checking for traps. Is anyone following? Yep. Yep. 
Yes. Yep. What order are y'all going in? Sid's going to follow behind Quinn. Raylar, you'll be right behind. Reeve behind Raylar. Then Merp. Then me. As you reach the top of the steps, Quinn, there's inscription on the last step. She'll stop before stepping onto the step and look at Sid. And wait, is it in common or is it in primordial? Primordial. She'll look at Sid. I can't read this one either. Eh? And so Sid will cast Comprehend Languages again and touch it. Behold the pool of wisdom where direction does lie. Careful where you step. Or else you will fly. Okay, I don't want to go flying again. Um. Hey, hey, Merp, you don't step on things when you're flying. You want to field this one? Yes, would be happy to. Um, and so Merp will will glide forward. It is a large pool of salt water. Uh, I'm going to fly out over it and look down into it and then look up above it as well. Above it, there is a golden mirror. About 20 foot wide, 20 foot square, 20 foot square. When you look into it, you can see in the reflection something golden at the bottom of the pool. I'm going to move to put myself above where the thing in the pool is. Okay. And I'm going to look down into the pool and see if I see anything there. The water is too cloudy. You cannot see. Okay, so there is um, there is mirror above, and mirror shows golden thing in center of pool, but uh, Merp can no see thing in pool. Well then, perhaps one of us needs to take a swim. Sid's going to look at Rilari. Quinn's also going to look at Rilari. Yes, I was volunteering, my dears. It doesn't make sense for one of you that needs to breathe out to do this. Murp will stay where Murp is and keep an eye. Be here to assist. Very well. Do you need, like, a rope to pull you out if something attacks, or are you okay? How deep is it? Tier, or is it not? Or are we not able to tell? Not discernible. How long How? is your rope? Uh, 50 feet, not including the bits that need to be tied. Hmm. We don't know how deep the water is. Very well. 
I will take the end of it with me. If I reach the bottom of the of the rope before I reach the bottom of the water, I will simply let go. Um, okay. Merp, Merp assumes that uh, Relari can see under the waters? Yes. <laughs> yes, Relari can see under the water, Merp. If not, Merp was going to give light. It is like being at home. And then, um, she's going to untie and remove her uh, her crisscross crop top, bring her hair f- to the front, kind of covering herself a little bit with it, slip out of her skirt, hold them out to uh, probably Sid, because Sid was toward the top. Hold these for me, dear. So much easier to deal with it if I don't have wet clothing. She's going to carefully jump into the water. As you step up to get to the edge of the pool, when you step where the words were written, they begin to glow. As if the arcane was tracing the lettering of each one. The wind will pick up. Twirling. I'm frozen. You are. We can still hear yeah, you. Your still, video is We frozen. can still hear you, though. Okay. The wind was swirling over the pool. It's buffeting you, Merp. I need a dexterity check to see if you can maintain where you are. Uh, dirty, dirty 20. You are able to maintain. The problem is, is that the air begins to solidify in front of you, Raylari. And I need everyone to roll initiative and join me in Albert Rodeo. Ah. Well then, awkward time to be naked. (laughs) (laughs) Sid. 18. Not 128, 18. I mean, I'll take a 128, hey. Aldoon. 13. Merp. Uh, 19. Raylari. 15. Quinn. 7. Reeve. 14. Now I get the roll for them. Those of you that are educated will know instantly that you're dealing with air elementals. And I don't like being frozen. Give me one second. So he was telling the truth at the start. He always tells the truth. All right, I'm back. Yay. Welcome back. He mostly always tells the truth. Last night he told us we were fighting storm giants. There were no storm giants last night. Maybe you avoided the combat with the storm giants. Yeah, maybe we didn't see them. They were very sneaky storm giants. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we start off with Merp von Merpington. Oh. Um. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, what am I going to do? I don't know. Uh, so many, so many options. 
you know what? I want to give. I, uh, Murp is going to shout out to Raylari. Um, maybe if you get to the thing, it stops them. And then grasping their holy symbol uh, channels their divinity through it. Uh, I'm going to use Alacrity. Starting at the second level, you can use your channel divinity to momentarily imbue yourself and your allies with a divine burst of speed. As a bonus action, you grasp your holy symbol and allow your allies within 30 feet. I probably should have measured that first. Uh, I'll move a bit if I need to to get at least Rilari in. Um, that's the wrong thing. No, I need to be a little bit. Move 10 feet. Um, and that will get... Stop that. That one. Uh, that will get Quinn and Rolari if they want to take movement. Um, so uh, you can immediately spend your reaction to move up to 30 feet without triggering attacks of opportunity. Um, and so that includes me. So I'm then going to, I'm going to take that movement and go back the 10 feet that I just moved, be back in the center. And that is my bonus action. And for my action, uh, I am going to, I'm going to throw a guiding bolt, a first level guiding bolt at, uh, Yeah, at one of the air elementals. Which one? Uh, uh, let's do air elemental one. Uh, and that is a roll to hit spell. So 13 plus 7 is a dirty 20 to hit. That'll hit. <clears throat> you said number one? Number one. And that is 46. So... 8, 10, 12 points of radiant damage, and the next attack against Air Elemental 1 is at advantage. Alright. Now, Raylari, are you going to use your reaction to go into the pool? Was I next? No. Oh, no, the reaction. He... Sorry. Sorry. Brain went scramble. Um... Yeah, why not? See what happens. Worst that happens is I have to bring in a backup character, right? Yep. Rude. And Quinn, are you going to use your reaction to move? No. Okay. It is the elemental's turn. Number one comes down towards you. Quinn. Uh, okay. And then the other one. Number two is going south to Reeve. 
Number one makes its attacks on Quinn. First attack, 23. That will hit. Eleven points of bludgeoning damage. Second attack is eight. That will miss. Two attacks on Reeve. First attack. Eleven. Eleven will miss. Next attack, nineteen. Nineteen will hit. Sixteen points of bludgeoning damage. Copy that. All right, Sid, you're up. All right. Um. Sid is going to move up next to Elemental One. And. Um, he's not sure if he can actually hit it or not, so he's going to just try with his claws first to see if it's a hittable, like, okay. thing. And that was a 17 to hit. 17 hits. There is resistance to your claw. Like, you can feel there's a slight bit of solidarity oh. to it. Solidity, that's, I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, yeah. four, four points of damage. Sid, did you roll that with advantage? It's I got did. guiding bolt. So, so it's advantage to see if you nat, if Just you to crit. make sure I didn't nat 20. Yeah. Nope, I didn't. Worth a shot. Yeah, it was a better roll, but it, it wasn't a, a crit. All right. Is and that your turn, Sid? Yep. That'll bring up Rolari. Well, it was suggested that I try to reach the item in the pool, so she will swim down her 30 feet. You are swimming. The water, you are able to see there's something a great distance away that is golden and reflecting. It is calling to you. I need an intelligence saving throw. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, that's 12 on the die. Plus one, so 13. Whatever it is, you have to have it. Okay. It is... The desire to obtain this is overpowering. However, you can breathe underwater. Mm-hmm. Also, while the others may not notice, your legs are gone. Yep, she'd have a tail now. You have a tail. All right, that'll bring up Reeve. Okay. Reeve's going to look at this elemental that just attacked him. I'm going to kick your cake. And... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. uh, As I haven't done my... Because I missed last session, I haven't done my special things yet, so... People are going to see something new. Bonus action, giant smite. Reeve is going to grow to large as he invokes um, 
where is it? There we go. As he invokes uh, the path of the giants as a rune knight that he has become. And he is going to take his first attack with his short sword. Mm. That's not great. That's a 12 to hit. That will miss. The air just sort of forms around your blade, just mocking you. I don't like that. All right. Uh, Second attack. (sighs) Son of a... Uh, 17? 17 hits. Yay! Uh, And with this one, because screw it, let's try new class actions. I'm going to invoke my fire rune. So, first things first, uh, for piercing damage from the short sword, that is nine. It is not magical if that comes into effect. It does. Okay. Um, But, as the fire rune comes out, it will take 2d6 fire damage and will need to make a strength saving throw of 15. It fails its strength saving throw. Okay. Well, it took uh, eight fire damage and is now restrained for one minute. It is uh, at... immune to being restrained. It is air. okay. Okay. Um. Okay. So I'll need a GM call on this one because the rest of it is while restrained by the shackles, the target takes two d six fire damage at the start of each of its turns. So if it can't be restrained, does that just not happen? I'll give you the fire damage, but it cannot be restrained. Okay. If it's, let's say it's like, if it's in uh, near where the shackles are. All right. So start of its turn, it's going to take 2d6 fire damage. All right. Is that your turn, Reeve? That is Reeve's turn. You grow. Your rune appearing on your blade as you slice through, missing the first time. Coming back through, you feel that resistance. As you cut through the air, the fiery shackles appearing, unable to latch hold to the creature, but it does take the fire damage. And that'll bring up Aldoon. Aldoon will take a few steps to his right, lining himself up with elemental number two, and is going to cast the cantrip Vicious Mockery. Uh, He needs to make a Wisdom DC 16 saving throw. That will be a failure. Okay, so they are going to take seven points of psychic damage, and they have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. All right. Uh, Aldun basically just shouts at this thing, You're just a big bag of air! Go be in a cloud! Away from here! Boo! Air! Oh, uh, sorry, Tier. I missed a thing on Giant's Might. I should have done a bit extra damage because I'm in giant form. Okay. Uh, so I'll so that, that would have been an extra three non-magical piercing. If, if that's allowed. Yep. All right. That will bring up Quinn. All righty. 
Quinn is going to skirt around Elemental 1 to position herself uh, opposite of Sid with the Elemental between them. And she is going to give it a good old stibbity stab. Alrighty. It will be with advantage as you are flanking. That is a 21. That yes. will hit. Is the dagger magical? Uh, No, it's a rapier, and it is not. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage, including your sneak attack. There's my D8. Uh, and how many dice are in my sneak at the moment? Scroll, damn you, scroll. Why aren't you scrolling with my scroll wheel? There we go. Alright, that is eight, nine, ten, plus. Three, four, fourteen. Fourteen damage. Find purchase with your rapier from behind. The creature moaning as you actually do damage to the creature. Is that your turn? That is her turn. That will bring us back to Merp von Merpington. All right. Um. I'm just checking a spell real quick. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Um, I am going to take. Wait, if I do that, I can't do that. Uh... Uh... Yeah, that's. All right, um, yeah, I'm going to move south uh, to the edge of the, um, the water, um, which will put me within range, uh, within 30-foot range of both of the elementals. Um, and I'm going to cast Bane. Okay. At second level. I get a bonus for does it do anything better at higher levels? Oh, it just targets additional creatures. Nope, we'll do it at first level. Uh alright, so I need a charisma saving throw. DC fifteen. Uh the first one rolled uh nineteen, the second one rolled fourteen. Okay. So uh nothing happens to the first one. Uh, the second one, uh, until the spell ends, must roll uh, a um, a d4 and subtract that number from any attack or saving throw they make from now on. Okay. Is that your turn, Mark? That is my turn. Elemental number one. 
I need Sid and Quinn uh, to make strength saving throws. Sid? Cinco, I got five. And Quinn. I'll do you one better. I got six. All right, I need both of you to roll a d4. You're going to take 16 points of bludgeoning damage as the creature becomes a whirlwind. Sid. Two. All right. You are cast 20 feet to the east. Quinn. I'll do her one better again. I got a three. You are cast 20 feet to the south. You said 15? 16 points of damage. 16. Thank you. Number... Let's see. I need Quinn and Reeve to make strength saving throws. Ha. <laughs> Uh, I get advantage because of my large form. All right. Okay, I roll well. That's cocked. Oh, thank God. Ari, what'd you get? Uh, not 20 for a 29. All right, and when? And that's 17 for a 17. All right, so both of you pass. Now it's going to take its two slam attacks against Reeve. Make sure that the first one has disadvantage because of the vicious mockery from last turn. All right, that was a 16 and a 17 on the die, plus 5, so it'd be 21. Okay, uh, it'll, yeah, after that it'll take the fire damage from the shackles. Yeah, go ahead and roll the uh, fire damage. 21 minus a d4 tier. That's the one that failed. Yep. Thank you for reminding me. Where's my d4? Where's the d4? I think it'll have to hit. I've only got a 17 armor class. 19. Yeah. It was worth a shot. Yep. Good call. 16 points of bludgeoning damage. How much fire damage does it take? Uh, four. And then its second attack. That's a crit. Mm. Raise the roof. No, no raise roof. Ooh, yes. Going to... Uh, crit weapon in Tearbot. For those of you wondering, I took all my charts, I programmed them into a Discord bot. Normal critical hit.
32 points of bludgeoning damage, Reeve. Ow. Reeve is down. Really? All right. Yeah, it took uh, damage from the darts earlier from the first attack, and then that attack, then a crit. So, yeah, just, just down. Okay. Um, so, seeing that Merp already did Bane, Sid is going to change his plans. He is going to move down to Elemental 2 and try to attack. All right. Go ahead and, and make your attack rolls. Miss horribly. That's an 11. That will miss. The air spins around. It spins around you taking your hat and turning it around backwards oh, and no. putting it back on your head. Not the chapeau. Is that your turn? That is his turn. Ray Laurie. Well, since she's obsessed with this object, basically, she's going to use her dash so she can swim 60 feet. Okay, you go down 60 feet. Please make an intelligent saving throw. Sixteen on the die this time, so seventeen. The pool seems lessened. Okay. You don't feel as much of a primal desire to obtain this object as you did. Is that your turn? Yeah. Because she's probably too far to like discern what the object is at this point. Yes. Reeve, yep. I need a death save, please. Ooh, that's a six. That is one failure. Please give us a memory that Reeve has that would spur him to the afterlife. Maybe he'll meet his mother there. All right. Aldoon. Aldoon is going to see Reeve go down, uh, is going to just shout, everyone just feel better. Uh, is going to bonus action cast mass cure, not mass cure, I'm sorry, mass healing word. He's going to choose Sid, Reeve, Quinn, and Merp as they are within 60 feet. And they are going to get six health back. Yay. You come back, Reeve. Uh, you're prone, but you are back. And then for his regular action, he's going to cantrip Vicious Mockery again at elemental number two. Wisdom saving throw, DC 16. He's Bane, so I'll roll the d4 with it. Okay, yeah, sure, I roll max on the d4. <laughs> so, he fails. Alright, he will take two psychic damage, and uh, will have disadvantage on its first attack next turn. Righty. Is that your turn? Yep, that is Aldun's turn. Quinn, you're up. All right. 
Quinn is going to make her way behind elemental number two, or to the side of it. And we're going to stab it. All right. That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 will hit. You are flanking. Make sure you roll with advantage in case you get uh, a crit. Nope. So please roll your damage, including sneak attack. That is 10. Once more, your dagger finding a bit of resistance as you pierce through the creature moaning. Is that your turn? That is her turn. All right, Merp, you're up. Cool, cool, cool. All right, first I take movements. Uh, and so I'm going to move uh, 25 feet south by southwest over to roughly there uh, next to Reeve. Slightly. That's good. Um and then I'm going to reach down and I'm going to uh, lay a hand on Reeve and mutter something in Celestial. And I'm going to cast a third level Cure Wounds. Which is... Uh, you get 12 points back. Thanks, Murpy. And then Murp is going to turn towards the elemental and look up at it with with the biggest, cutest, saddest kitten eyes, and with a small quivering lower lip, utter a divine word. Murp. And explode in radiant light as I cast Word of Radiance on it. Um I need a constitution save DC 15, please. Uh, you need it. 16. Ah, damn it. All right. Nothing happens. Because uh, right. that is. Yeah. It's a, a cantrip, therefore, it's all or nothing. All right. But it looked damn um, cool. Middle one will move south and attack Merp. Yep, yep. As a seven? Uh, no. That is a 15. Also no. All right. Number two. I'm rolling uh, a die to see who it's going after. Uh, it's going to take fire damage. No, because you died. That would have released. Okay. Is going after Reeve. 14. 14 will miss. 7. 7 will miss. All right, Sid, you're up. It's a bonus action. Sid is going to cast Bardic Inspiration at Reeve. Reeve is Reeve still prone or is Reeve up now? 
He's prone. He can stand up okay. on his turn. Yeah, so he's just going to reach down and, like, pinch Reeve's cheek and whistle at him and cast Bardic Inspiration. Ooh. So now you can add a D8 to an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Now, when you say cheek, I was you're, about to ask. No, no, because you, you're, you're prone, so he did your cheek. Like, yeah. he was going to grab your butt if you were standing up, but you were laying down, so he grabbed your cheek. You were going to pinch cake or a cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's a cheek. Either way, it's cheek. Um, and then he'll reach up and try to stab the elemental number two. All right. Um, and that is a 19 to hit. That will hit. Is the blade uh, magical? Nope. Sid should also have advantage. Yeah, roll with advantage in case you crit. Oh, oh, so close. It was on the 20 and then what? Ah. So, no. ah. <laughs> um, so it's uh, six points of damage. All right. That'll bring up Rolari. Rolari, you are close now. You will not have to use dash to get to it. You find on a pillar of coral a golden disc about six inches in diameter with a four-inch hole in the center. There are markings all around it, and you can make out north, south, east, and west. It looks like a compass rose. Um, After she reaches it, she's, you know, visually inspect it. Kind of giving a glance around, does it look like she could safely lift it from the coral? What do you define safely? Like, does it look like it's attached to anything or? Give me an investigation check. Okay. Any, basically any obvious trap. Eighteen on the die. It looks fun. Yeah, you only have plus one, so it's only nineteen. Right. Well, she does not have Quinn's uh, penchant for trap finding, so since there's no visible traps, she will try to lift it from its spot on the coral. There is a boom that echoes through the water. I need an intelligence saving throw. Okay. You all will see the air in the minerals. Dissipate. Ooh, uh, 19 on the die, plus one, so 20. You are unaffected by it and may return to the surface as we come out of combat. Raylari will start back up. Uh... I figure it'll take a little bit for her to get up there. Oh, they disappeared. Oh, thank God. I'll um, go over and help Reeve up and cast Cure Wounds at first level at the same time. Uh, and Merp is going to drop a uh, a third level mass healing word on everybody. That's six back for you, Reeve, as I help you up. Thanks, buddy. No worries, buddy. Um, plus four. So that is uh, everybody gets. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, I rolled the wrong die. 
I looked at the wrong spell. Let's try that one. Oh, hey. Uh, that is eight points back for everybody. That's within Thank you. 30 feet of Merc. Thank you. No, oh, 60 feet of Merc. Everybody. Still got the battery. You will break the surface. Uh, breaking the surface, bit of a splash. She'll come over. If she's able, she'll kind of pull her her front part, you know, like her arms and shoulders up above the water onto the, the side. Someone come take this, please. Uh, yeah, Merp, Merp will come over and grab it. Need an intelligence save, Merp. Sorry. Oh, that's, I mean, it's okay. No, no. Uh, where, oh, it's plus uh, 17. You're able to withstand the call of it. She will push herself up on her arms and kind of, you know, shift to sit her backside on the edge. And you will see, at least Murple, because he's close, you'll see that um, she has a mermaid-like tail now. So it's going to come scrambling up the stairs to try to give her her clothes and stuff back. As you reach the top, you will see that she's got a mermaid-like tail now. Could, would Reeve see? Because he's still large for about another 30 seconds. That's up to tear. I'll allow it. Look, he's like you are put fish. Very interesting. Uh, you you were gorgeous before, Rilari, but now you just look tasty. Rilari's just going to give like a little smirk. Could someone please bring me the linen towel from my bag? Uh, uh, on it, on it. Where, where's your bag? Her bag's, her bag's probably on the ledge. Uh, all right. Uh, Reeve will delicately try to find it now that he's really big. And like... <laughs> like pull it out and it'll probably wear off while he's taking it over to you so it's like as he's walking over to give you the towel he shrinks back to normal size which is still quite big and hand you the towel good job good job Larry. you saved us i'm glad it worked she'll uh, she'll start drying off i'm sorry i'll have to get dry before i can walk again you will smell something foul. The water turning black. The air around it becoming acrid as it oozes and bubbles, thickening. Ew. Including the water that's on her? No. Okay. Just the water uh, in the pool? Just the water in the pool. Um, would someone be so kind as to lift me up and move me away from this? I, I don't know what's happening. Uh, I don't want yeah. to get to Holy one. shit, we just got raided with a party of 42 from Panda Queen. Oh, yeah. Major metal as fuck. Thanks for the raid. Woo. All right. But someone please lift me away from this, whatever this is now. It's certainly yeah, not yeah. anymore. Yep, yep. On it. I'm strong. All right. Sorry. Yep. And up. And. And can someone grab my bag, please? 
What a queen. Gwen will grab it, and she promises she's not going to look through it. <laughs> yeah, once once Reeve has her to the bottom of the steps, she can try and get herself dry the rest of the way to get her legs back. And they return. And she will redress, um, trying Aww. to not make things super awkward for everybody. What, while Reeve's holding her? No, I said once he set her down. <laughs> okay. I never said I set you down. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, Reeve will Reeve will set you down so you can Yeah, I was gonna say, otherwise he's just standing there holding the naked siren. <laughs> Gwen is jealous. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, who's got the thing that you pulled out of the water? Is it you, Quinn? No. Right? I handed it to Map. I have it. Well, what is what it? What is it? It's looks like a compass. Yes, it's odd. It has a hole in the center. It looks like a compass rose. Maybe it goes on the bracelet. I was say, Sid raises his arm. Do be careful when you touch it. When I touched it down below the water, there was a strange effect. At first, when I first went in, I, I felt drawn to it. It was hard to overcome. And then when I touched it, I felt strange for a moment. So it's definitely enchanted in some way. So do be careful. Jace, I, I felt it try to influence me when I picked it up as well. But perhaps the negating of the effect is the actual compass when the two are joined and Merp will walk over to Sid's raised arm and try to slide it onto the compass. It slides and clicks into place. Now the solid red light is a beam that runs across the compass rose almost like a radar as it is circling and there is a beep to the north. I say we go north. See, I told you this was a shortcut. I did. I thanked you for finding it. This was good. Tier, have you been playing Fallout again? No, no, I haven't. Did, did you just give Sid a magic pip boy? <laughs> I haven't played Fallout. <laughs> beep, beep, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, north. All right. Is there an exit out of this room other than the way we came in? There is not. Hmm. Um. So only one little problem. How do we go north? Does any of oh. you have a way of discerning which way is north? Um, it says that he's going to move his arm the way that, that points to north. I mean, I know we took a shortcut coming down here, but if we go back, is there a, like a, a non-shortcut way we could go back to temple entrance? Aldun's going to start looking around the room for secret doors. Give me an investigation check. Quinn will help. With advantage. Merp could fly out, but I cannot take you with me. You could carry Sid. 
He's light. In theories. Not, not very strong, but perhaps. 22. Everyone but uh, Aldoon Earmuff. Ooh. Secrets. Aldoon, as you're looking around, you do not find a secret door. But you, there's a glint above you that catches your eye. And you see the mirror above. The water in the mirror is still clean. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Don't find any secret doors, y'all. There's just there's only the one way in and out of here. Okay, um, Reeve, can I ask you an indelicate question? Yes, I know what that word means. Um, aren't you a minotaur? Don't you know which way north is? I mean, like I've met other minotaurs before, and they said like it was like a minotaur thing, like it was genetic. Confused dog head twist. Yes, labyrinth recall. Yes, outside. I mean, above the table. I believe that's like a different minotaur. Yeah, maybe okay. a different one. I don't see it in my class features. Wait, double check. Would it be under racial features if it's a minotaur thing? Yeah. Yeah, no. Horns going rush, hammering horns, imposing presence. Uh, it's not listed for me. It may be yeah. a different... It could be a different minotaur. Different subtype or something. Um, maybe I'm just not a very good minotaur. No, you're a great oh. minotaur. It's cool. Fish push. No, no, like I'm a good... I, I think I'm an okay, you know, person... But did you did did you see how big your cake got? It was impressive. His you are what got? You are a great minotaur. Cake. His cake. Oh, his cake. That's not what I thought you said at all. Okay, and Sid's gonna walk to the door. Wait, no, I mean, I saw. We got I, bigger too, but I saw how big, like the front of me got, but I wasn't looking behind. During, but I I imagine. It, it it increased in size. You're a very good Minotaur, Reef. Aww. You're a very good mermaid lady. I'm a siren, dear. We're much more dangerous, I promise. Whatever you are, you're good at it. I'll do a scoop for a rock. As all this is going on, he's just kind of like half bored. He's going to scoop a rock and like <laughs> kind of just like toss it into like up into like the mirror that's above the pool. Roll a uh, uh, athletics. Okay, athletics. Love that. 
minus one. Okay. That's a 15. You expect to hear the sound of stone on glass as the rock hits the mirror, but instead it... Well, that's strange. Mirrors aren't supposed to do that. Mirrors aren't supposed to do what? Yes, what are you talking about, Eldin? Uh, well, you see... Um... Mer, can you fly into that mirror? Uh, not, like, fly into the mirror, but fly, like, into the mirror. Um, Mer can try. Uh, and I will activate flight and fly back up towards the mirror. Question, looking up into the mirror now, is the golden thing gone from the mirror? It is, and you will notice the water is clear in the mirror. Uh, all right, so I'm going to fly up to the mirror and I'm going to touch it. And you are yanked in. You all see Merp disappear. Ah! Oh, oh dear. Okay. Um, Eldoon, as mm -hmm. cool as that was, how do we get Merp back? We don't. Okay. Um, so I can't fly. How do we follow Merp? I can just pick uh, you up, or Reeve can pick you up. I can throw like people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reeve Combine can throwing. fly? No, I can throw you. And if it's, I... It's, it's like flying, but... Don't make it. I land in the black, boiling, not water? I'll catch you. I'll catch you. It's fine. We'll do it on the edge, so that, like, you don't... You will fall and hit the stone, as opposed to hitting... Oh, yes, that makes much more sense. I can fall and smash across the stone. I, I think you need to go first. I can't. If I go first, I could basically, like, jump and touch that. I'm six feet tall. Go. Show me. How, f how far above the edge of the pool <laughs> is the mirror? 20 feet. You can't jump that high. I could try. I need everyone but Merp to earmuff. Secrets. Merp, as you are sucked into the mirror, you find yourself in water, salt water. It is expansive. There is no sides like in the, the, the pool. It is just a large mass. But you can see your friends beneath through the mirror. Um, I look up in the other direction. The you opposite direction water. of where my friends are. There is a hint of light dancing on the top of the surface. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I know them. They're indecisive. It's going to take them a minute to figure this shit out, I hope. So I am going to uh, swim as hard as I can for the, um, uh, for the surface, for the light. Okay. Um, you, you eventually break surface. A deep <clears throat> inhale. 
You're in the middle of a large body of water. Uh, am I outside? Yes. Um, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to swim back down and try and, and see if it's two ways, if I can go back to where my friends are. And you do. Y'all, as you're discussing, we'll see a very wet reeve pass through the mirror. You mean Merp? Or Merp, sorry. We <laughs> came oh, back. Oh, great, powerful Merp, that is awful. Oh, there's a... What happened? Um, it, it, I was outside. Um, very wet. Uh, large, large body of water. Is bad. No. I mean, it's way out, but it's not pleasant. Very deep. Very big. No idea where I was. Interesting. Were you able to reach the surface, or were you underwater that entire time? No, no. Merp was able to reach surface. That's how Merp knows was outside. Saw sky. How are you two what viewers feeling? I mean, I can swim well or not well, I guess, as a matter of opinion. I'd prefer not to, but I can. But, but what, what time is it? Like, is it still night or is the sun up? Or is... Jer, was it, it day was or night? Uh, the sun was out. Wow, have we been down here that long? It's not like we can go that far backwards. The porticullis is closed, remember? Yeah, and we yeah. broke the floor. What? That's right. We fell through the floor to reach the second portcullis that led here. That's not breaking it necessarily. It was meant to do that. I think we fell further though than Grave can reach. Yes, even when he's enlarged, I don't think he could get us 300 feet up. It's a very long distance, my dear. Maybe Sid. Okay, we are not going so... to play toss the cat right now, my darling. Not another one of your euphemisms, I hope. Okay, uh, through the thing, through the the, the thing, we're, we're swimming through a mirror? Is that what's happening? Well, first we must find a way to get each of us up there. Um, uh... Tyr, having gone through the mirror, the, the pull that I felt, do I feel like if we were all on a rope that that it would pull everybody through? It might. I tell you what, we're going to go to break and we will ponder that notion. <laughs> we're going to take 10 minutes to get our beverages of choice, our snickety snacks to handle our business, and we'll be back. Don't go nowhere.
so much for hanging out while we took our break, got our beverages of choice, and our snickety snacks. Y'all are in this tomb, this pool of acrid acidic liquid, and above it a mirror that Merp has transversed. What would you like to do? Any thoughts on getting us up and through? We can try a rope. I can, um, we can tie a rope to everyone and then I fly up and go through and see if it pulls everyone with. Um, are you strong enough to fly us up? I mean, some of us are kind of heavy, not me, but I, Merp does not think that Merp's strong enough, but is hoping that the function of mirror is pull. Merp felt sucked through when Merp touched. So if rope is attached and Merp touch, Merp gets sucked through and all come with. So we all join hands. One of us holds the end of the rope. You hold the other end of the rope. Bing, bang, wang. Suck through. He's worth a try. Also, it occurs to Merp that... Um, we don't know where a large body of water outside is. Um, may not even be on Istrazilian, maybe outside of Stormwall, which is happy for Merp, but we don't know what is near. At least we have pretty swimmy fish lady who can help us in water. I'm more than happy to help you in the water. Oh, and you just got dry, too. Well, I think it's all of right. us are about to get soaked, so... Merp, just to illustrate the point, shakes water off again. I've never minded getting in the water. I've lived most of my life there. It is salt water, I can attest. My favorite. Let's get this over with. Oh, dear, I'll get his rope out of his bag and hand one end to Merp and hold on to the other end and put his hand out to be holding somebody else's hand. Bryn will take his hand. Mary Larry's going to take her skirt back off and stuff it in her bag, put her bag back on. It just gets in the way once my towel is there. Alright, once everybody's ready, Merp will take the other end of the rope and is going to tie it around their waist and then fly up and touch the mirror. Boom! You're sucked through. The rope yanks. Now, interesting enough, I figured y'all would tie each other to the rope. But you're holding on. So I need everyone to make a strength check as you're yanked towards the mirror. Yay, strength check. Aldoon. That's a nine. Well, that's okay. Quinn. That's a 14. Rilari. So I rolled a natural 20, so I have a 19 because I have a negative one in strength. Sid. 19. And Reeve. I got a damp 20. What's interesting about this is that the person with the lowest score was the one holding the rope. 
But the DC was five. So you all are sucked <laughs> through the mirror into the large body of seawater. Um, as soon as Merp sees that everyone has popped through, um, Merp, still tied down to the rope, is swimming for the surface. Since I have done this once already, I, I kick hard and, and go for the surface. Since Raylari is a proficient swimmer, she will assist anyone who's struggling to swim. She might need to help Quinn. Quinn does not like the feeling of salt water in her eyes and has them closed and is just letting herself get pulled while she kicks her feet. Yep, Sid is going to reach for the biggest body near him, whether that's Aldude or Reeve, and just latch on. Swimming up. Yeah, Reeve will... If it's Sid that's on them, that's fine. On the shoulders and just just butterfly strokes all the way to the top. Hard yes. as you can. Sid weighs all of like 36 pounds, so. <laughs> yeah. And you all break the surface. You can see the shore. You see large 30 foot tall statues of men with spears and nets. There is no doubt you are in the southernmost part of the Istrazilian Sea in Thamari's Pass. And this is where we're bringing our story to an end this evening. I want to thank you all for joining. I want to thank you for the raid and for those of you that stayed. Uh, I want to thank you all for playing at my table. It has been an absolute honor to have you. Um, let's take a moment to remind people who we are, where we can be found, and let's get the hell out of here. It's been an honor to play. Uh, hi, everyone. I am Kendall. I am a human. I have the certificates to prove that. Uh, I have been playing Reeve. We are both he, him. You can find me on Twitter, at Kendall's Dumb, or on Blue Sky, at Kendall the Human. And as a passing note, I just want to say... If you have a consenting partner, you can have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> this is Christina, the voice of Sid. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Tia School or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. Hey everybody, I'm Ren Matley, the voice of Ray Laurie. You can find me over on Twitter at Ren underscore Matley. Hi everyone, I'm Alice, the voice of Quinn, and you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Captain Cuppy Cake. Hi gamers, I yet remain Locke Clark by the grace of the great and powerful Murph. Uh, I have been your Murph on Murphington, and uh, you can find me all over the social medias at Locke Unruly. That's Locke with an H. Hello everyone, it's me Patrick, the voice of Aldoon Farthweather, and you can find me on Twitter at Peculiar Patrick. And I'm Tier the DM, the world's okayest DM. You can find me on Twitter at Tier underscore the underscore DM, or on Blue Sky at Tier the DM. Remember that love and inclusion are the paths that light a path, are the torches that light a path to a better tomorrow. Come join us and be torchbearers. And until next time, live a life to make yourself proud. We love you guys. <laughs>